Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I really hope I don't make a fool of myself tomorrow. It's Reds Fest, and there is a giant poker tournament that they do, and it raises money for a, a good cause. Um, and yeah. they have a portion of it that's like celebrity poker players. And I'm one of the po- celebrity poker players because Jesse talked me into this. Never touch the game, the chips, the cards, whatever, in my life. So I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, I would have never suggested you do it if I didn't think you would succeed. Because I'm not oh. a big poker player. I, I know poker more than you, but I yes. don't know it well. Okay. Um, but I remember the first time I played, maybe 10 years ago, I had to sit down and I had to do like a little refresher. I had to like YouTube it and yeah. look at it. Probably 10 to 15 minutes of just kind of looking things up. You're going to be fine. Let me tell you the perks of tomorrow night, okay? Before not Poker unrelated. Well... Po- I'm excited for the evening. Go, go ahead. Right. Okay. What do you got? What are the perks? Well, dinner. You're going to get dinner? Dinner. All You're right. going to hang out with uh, some other um, local celebs. Okay. I'll be there. Oh, um, yes. But there's, it's like this <laughs> giant less. ballroom. <laughs> Just hold, hold your excitement. All right. Um, but it's, it's, it's at Red's Fest. Red's Fest is, um, is going on starting tomorrow. Or actually today. It's going on starting today and tomorrow. Uh, we have a couple of Reds players coming in here a little bit, so we're going to chat with them about Reds Fest and the poker tournament. But I will make sure that you're good to go, that you know the just the basics. All right. I don't think you're going to... I mean, you can't win money anyway tomorrow night, so it's all good. Yeah, I think... Or lose we, money. If we win any of the money, they just donate all of it. I've never won money. All well. I've ever done is given it away, and I have to <laughs> give away the jersey on my back if I lose. Oh, yeah, that's a, a plus if you're in the tournament then you have the option to win a jersey from a player, right? Like, these are, like, so. players' jerseys. Yeah. No, they're oh, legit really jerseys. Cool. And you're going to get your own little name tag that says uh, Anna Marie B105 with the Cincinnati Reds logo on it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look at that. So go ahead and just think All about right. how you're going to tell me thank you. Well, <laughs> we're going to make sure you're no. set. So if there's anything I've learned about working with Anna is that she loves a good chicken wing. <laughs> Right? Chicken wings might be my favorite food. I know. I, especially like the smoked ones. Don't yes. get me started. Yeah. I mean, some people crave things and they it just, they can't get it off their brain until they like, I I need a chicken wing. And then you get your chicken <laughs> wings and you're like, I'm great. And I feel like that's you. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Uh, but there's a new fast casual restaurant that's going to be coming to town with eight locations. It's a wing place over oh. the next five years. It's called Wing Zone. And they're, I don't know they're in many, many cities across the country. They're in Lexington. They're in Louisville. That's about as close as they get. But they're all over there. It seems like they're kind of in the southern part of the country, but all the way over to the West Coast. Wing 
zone. Nice. Have you eaten there ever? No, never. I've never heard of it. I might have seen it, but they specialize in dry rub options. Yeah. Okay. I so, do love the dry rub. Or I do smoked. too. And I've got a thing about that. I'm like, if you go to a spot and they have a smoked chicken wing and they say, don't get sauce on it, like yeah. just get it how it comes. That's how you know that it's a good wing because it didn't need to be covered up in sauce. Like they cooked that right. They got the right seasonings. You know, I learned that about, uh, you know, meat in general. Like I grew up thinking that you had to put A1 on everything. No. Um, because I just ate a lot of dry steak growing up. Ugh. And uh, it wasn't until I was in my 20s where somebody's like, no, if the steak or whatever, the cut of meat's done right, you don't need to add anything to it. Yeah, it's just it's good. Just the seasoning is enough. It's ready to go. So, well, I'm looking up this wing zone spot and it looks good. Like they have, ch- you know, chicken wings, chicken tenders. They've got fries. Got all these and- different things. Mm. Man. It looks really good. Well, I'll be eating there. Well, yeah. They got I, one coming to Oakley. <laughs> do they? Is it going to be No, I don't know. I just said Oakley that. is a hot spot for restaurants. It really is. How much would you love if they put it in that building right outside of our window? <laughs> right I'd next to the I'd just be Starbucks. walking over there every day. Oh, where's Anna? Oh, she's at Wing Zone again. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Here we go. Time for the Truth Jar. Can you hand that to me, please? Thank you so much, Anna. <laughs> It's like, Ugh. It was over on your side. I'm like, it's my turn to ask you a question. I grabbed the jar thinking uh, it was the other way around. No, I answered a question yesterday, remember? Right. It had to do with my dog thinking my breath smells great in the morning Ugh. for some reason. Yeah, not good. Don't be jealous. Uh, okay, we pull out a piece of paper. So I'm going to ask Anna this question. Uh, you have to answer it honestly. And that's what the truth jar is all about. So we can get to know you just a little bit more. Okay. The way I have this question written here is, what is a car feature that you don't think you need or you don't think is necessary? This is a weird question. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, how about cruise control? Who is out here using cruise control? Uh, hello? Because Show of hands, me. Okay, it's not me. I've never used it in my life. Does your car even have it? Well, the one I have now, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know because I don't use the feature, but I have, there was a time, Jesse, where I did have a nicer and newer vehicle. And with that vehicle, it did have cruise control. And my mom would always try to talk me into using it because at the time I lived in Indiana and I would travel to Cincinnati a lot. And my mom's like, when you get on the highway, you should just put on cruise control. That's right. Right on in. And I'm like, mom, I don't understand cruise control. I think it's stupid. What's the, can someone tell me what the point of it is? Because absolutely the point, well, from what I understand, the point is that you're supposed to kind of get to the speed you want to be at, hit cruise control, and then you can just cruise at that speed. Is that what it's? Yes, that is at the most basic description of cruise control is what cruise control is. Okay. I use cruise control. If I'm not in like super jam-packed traffic, I don't use it as much, right? Yeah. Um, But if not... If traffic's not super congested, or especially when I'm on a road trip, 100%, I'm using cruise control. And here's why. Let's say you set it at uh, 70 miles an hour, which I know is ridiculously low for you. But let's just say oh. you decided to follow the speed limit. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. It's oh, sorry. I'm Did I say 70? This. I meant 82. In another life, I'm following the speed 85 limit. 85 okay. miles an hour. No, <laughs> but you set it, right? Yes. And you, the key is you have to keep distance between yourself and other cars. So, yes, the reason you said it is so you don't have to keep your foot on the gas pedal the entire time. That's reason number one. Number two, it's way better for fuel efficiency because if you're holding your foot down, you may go up. Like, you might be accidentally accelerating more. In the more Every time you push the pedal down, you're using more gas. So it's much more consistent to use cruise control. And thirdly... If you, here's the part that I think you're missing with it. Okay. You can adjust the cruise speed with your steering wheel. 
up, down, up, down. Yeah. And that way, if you want to slow down, you don't have to use your brakes as much. It's way better on your car because you don't use your brakes as often. You're not slamming on the brakes. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. When you use cruise control, you still have to have your foot on the gas. No. You can just, I could just get out of my seat and go sit, go take a nap. I'm not saying oh. that, but... Do you, I, well, I need to steer it. I'm going to try not to judge. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, okay. So you, you meant that, that you asked that as a literal question. Yes, because I don't, how? You do not need to push your, yes, you take your foot off the gas pedal. Your so foot is just chills. it's not working for me? Yes, because, because if you push on the cruise control after you said, if you push on the gas pedal, it disengages. Exactly. Your, your, your gas pedal overtakes it because it thinks that you want to manually override it. No, you set it, but if you want to speed up or slow down, you do it with cruise control uh, um, buttons, not with your gas pedal or your brake pedal. This just doesn't, this just feels, I'm, I'm not sure. Like why, I don't know. Uh, I, I still am not into this. I don't like it. I don't. No. Uh, okay. I don't think it's I, Okay, hold on. I think it's because you have not used it correctly. This is blowing my mind. Is it? The, the major, if you ask a hundred people that know how to use cruise control, the major benefit of it is that you don't have to have your foot on the gas pedal anymore. You literally, there's times where my right foot is kind of like, or my leg is, Needs stretched out a little bit, so I set the cruise and I kind of stretch my right leg across the towards the door to stretch. I don't need it on the gas pedal anymore. Oh, I don't Whoa. know. I don't. Th- I don't like that. I don't it's like the feeling of not having my feet on the gas and the brake. Uh, well, it takes a little getting used to. Normally, people figure this out. You know, around sixteen or seventeen years old. <laughs> well, I didn't even have my license. You didn't. Okay, uh, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Um, this is um. Whoa, is this okay. crazy to you? Yeah. I don't, to be honest though, it's not, I, maybe I'm wrong. I would be willing to try it the right way, but I don't think cruise control is a life-changing car feature. So I don't think I'm missing out on anything. That's because you haven't gone on a six-hour road trip using cruise control. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. If you're in stop and go traffic, I don't use it. Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. I need to slow down and speed up faster mm. than that. Whoa, okay. Maybe um, I'll see if the old Honda has cruise control. Yes. I would give I, it a try, I, like on a, you know. I want to go on a little, just a trip around the block and show you how this works. I honestly do. This is... Really? This, it takes a lot to surprise me, but... Uh, <laughs> whoa, okay. I'm well, sure a lot of people might better. be shocked. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, I don't okay. really care about it, so... Okay. all right. Well, maybe if you use it correctly, it might <laughs> become one of your I, favorite new features. You never know. I was witness to a conversation earlier today when Anna... And another coworker were discussing that this coworker would not mind washing Anna's laundry. Yeah. And then she's like, no, seriously, bring it in. Bring in a tub of laundry. I'll wash it for you. Because this other co-worker is obsessed with doing the laundry. She loves the laundry. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like she, so she has a family, she has two kids, and she's married. And she said that she does a load every single day, like towels. She doesn't reuse a towel ever, like clothes. Every day she does a load of laundry. Mm. She loves it. It's her thing. She likes the smell. She likes the, the whole process of it. And I thought she was joking at first, but then when I realized she was serious, I was like, you know what? If you are serious, I will bring in a load of my laundry because I have to pay. I have to get quarters and use the machines in my apartment complex. And I was like, I'll I'll bring it in. She was like, I'll fold it and everything. I'll have it to you the very next day. I don't, I don't, I don't. And uh, well, now I'm bringing in laundry on Monday. I have, it's about one load that I have uh, that's stacked up. And by the end of the weekend, you know, it'll be a decent sized load. And I'm just going to bring in my hamper on Monday. But you've got restrictions. You're not going to bring all your laundry in. Oh, well, I was like, it might be a little bit weird if my coworker is doing my laundry that also includes like my underwear. So I'll keep that at home. I'll do that load all on my own. And then I figured, oh, I might as well hang on to the socks. You know, that's just not right. Have her pair up all the socks. That's the worst part. Is, do you, well, first of all, (laughs) first, I get the underwear, the socks are socks. I don't pair socks up. I just throw them all in a drawer. Stop. You don't match up your socks? I mean, I do like once or twice a year. I get uh, in the mood and it's, no, I just, oh, that's I have the, the thing about being single is I have the room. I have an entire drawer devoted to socks and I just dump them in the tub, in, in the in the drawer. Yeah, but then you. Ugh, I have a that, lot. That might um, be another story. It's, uh, well, whatever. I, uh, uh, at least I'm washing my own laundry. So, uh, you, so you're telling me you wouldn't take advantage of this. I just find this curious. No, I, uh, it's, it is interesting. You know what? It, it, it's weird for me to think about you bringing your laundry to work because it's one thing. You know how it started? Because I joked with her in front of you as like, keep it up. Anna's going to have you start doing her laundry. Like you have your parents do your laundry when you're at their house, right? Well, I don't have them do it. My mom just kind of makes her she way She just in wants to do it just like our coworker Next thing Julie. I know, it's folded. So yeah, exactly. So, so let me ask you this. Are you going to give Julie any money for her services? No, I asked her. I was like, I'll pay you for it. And she was like, oh, I don't want you to pay me for it. So she's just offering. She said she doesn't want money. I do wonder what her spouse will think about this when she shows up with uh, one of her coworkers' loads of laundry. Um, but I guess we'll just cross that bridge when we come to it. I also wonder if our coworker, her name is Julie, if Julie is serious about this. Like when I show up Monday with my hamper full of dirty clothes, is she going to laugh and be like, Anna, I, uh, come on, I was joking. Or is she going to just take it and say, oh, okay, great. I'll bring it back tomorrow. I think she's serious. <sighs> I, might- I really can't tell, but I have to figure this out. And if this becomes a thing, <laughs> this my, could change my life. My bigger question is, is this like unprofessional? Is this weird to do in a workplace where you bring in your oh. laundry for a coworker to wash? Should we call HR? Like, hey, is this all oh, right? Or no, 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 no. You know I what they say? To... Don't ask. Don't. Oh yeah, she'll uh, never it? know. Don't ask. Don't tell. Or no, what is it? If you don't ask. Uh, oh God. How, do you know it's what it something is? about forgiveness? I don't know. Anna, yeah. Let's just not go down that path. Ask that. forgiveness later. That's what it is. Okay. Bingo. <laughs> you nailed it. All right. How I about this? That. You know what I am going to do? I'm going to ask for people's opinion. Five zero three seven four nine B one zero five is Anna crossing a professional. An unprofessional boundary by doing this. Having a coworker wash her laundry simply because she does not want to do it herself. And the coworker offered. And she offered. What do you think about this? I think it's okay if the coworker is okay with it, but I would actually pay the coworker to do my laundry. 
Oh boy. And so what? Should I just slip money like, or not? Slip a five in there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. You know what you should do is uh, yeah, just put like put some money in your jeans pocket because if yeah. you've ever done the laundry like with your family and you open up the dryer and there's like dollar bills in the lint rack Ooh. and the little thing, so just don't say anything to Julie. And she'd be like, all right, oh, $5. I guess I'm going to keep this. It's the price of doing laundry. Okay, so that way she doesn't know that I'm paying Yeah, her. that way she just, oh, okay. And so she'll just pocket the money, and you're behind the scenes kind of paying her. Paying her in a way. Yeah. Well, it's only $3 to do it at my apartment. So we might have to bump that down. Yeah, but when you do... <laughs> Shame $2 Yeah, but off. she's going to... She has to take your laundry home. She has to put it in the things. Then she has to fold it and bring it oh, back. Oh, she's folding it. All right, five. We'll do $5. You cheat. That's a Jesse Tack <laughs> move. You just tried to fold there. Tried to. I am proud of you, actually, for Gotta trying. Gotta save that money, Jess. Uh, Kathy, what's up? I think that since Anna is such a good cook, that she should, like, swap things. So... Julie do the cleaning of the clothes, and Anna will do the cooking. Whoa! And Julie doesn't cook. <gasps> oh no! There we go. So what and you Anna, make you're for? supposed to be really a good cook, right? I I am a good cook, and I I enjoy there cooking. What's that meal that you cook for your men <sighs> when they come over? Oh, should I make her the chicken for my men? Except chicken for coworkers this chicken time. Chicken for my men. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a chicken breast with a cream sauce and spinach and tomatoes and stuff. Mm, huh? Fresh. Oh, One oh, chicken yeah. for my men coming up. <laughs> <laughs> there go we get go. those ingredients. Huh. Wow. That's, All right. Okay, I'll I'll think about that. Wow. All right. Well, you guys have a great weekend. You too, Cassie. Oh man. One fresh load of laundry, dirty load of laundry coming up Monday. <laughs> I'll bring it in. Bring it in. Put it in a sack so we can't see through everything, Ugh. okay? I know we are still a couple of months away from baseball coming back, but Reds Fest is underway this weekend at the Duke Energy Convention Center. It has started already today, and it starts again tomorrow from 930 to 630. And we are lucky enough to have a couple of Reds players in the studio with us to talk about Reds Fest and more. Andrew Abbott, Matt McLean. What's up, guys? How we doing? What's going on? We're doing good. Uh, did you, are you guys going to be part of the Reds Fest Poker Tournament tomorrow night? Wait, I think night? we all are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So I actually was hoping that you both would be able to give me some tips. Have okay. either of you played poker before? Yes. I don't know how to play. Mm. Oh, boy. Okay. We're in the no, same. I'm just kidding. I do. Oh, you're kidding. Okay. <laughs> but whoever's at my table, I'll let them know that I don't know how to play. You'll quickly figure out. Oh, gosh. All right. I've never played in my life. Like, I don't even think I've ever if you, like, touched a poker chip. I recommend downloading an app and just playing. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Like World like Series of Poker. You'll get it in a day. Texas really? Home, yeah, because yeah, yeah. if huh. you try to like make a move that's not good, it'll be like, don't do that. Don't Maybe do, do that. this instead. Yeah, you, there's probably like a like one that has like tips and stuff. Like probably that's what I would app. recommend. Really? Probably a beginner's and then it's app not real like money. That. It's like you can. Beginners. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank God that I'm not using any of my money at this poker tournament. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that was the. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that part. You actually do have to bring your own money. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> 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 Jesse talked me into playing the poker tournament. Because and I was it's like, fun. Well, I'm excited to do it, but yeah. I've never done it before. I you could like, Maybe just you realize guys. you could sit there for a while if you're winning. That's- she oh, if I'm winning for a while, hmm. I promise you. <laughs> beginners yeah, luck. No, yeah, beginners yeah. luck. Yeah, it would be, be beginners luck. Me too, by the way. Yeah, we're talking to Andrew Abbott and Matt McLean from the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Christmas is coming up here in a couple of weeks. Have you guys? I've done zero Christmas shopping <laughs> other than for myself. But have you guys purchased any gifts yet? I have. My my family does like name draw, so I get one name. Oh, that's Ooh, so easy. Every, man. So like you that. just put names into a little randomizer, yeah. and then you get one person, like and that's that. the only person you buy it. So I got my brother-in-law. Makes it easier. Why, a lot simpler. Matt, are you like me? No, you I'm so bad. 
That's at, like, like Christmas shopping. <laughs> Christmas in like three weeks. Yeah. Two brothers. They're like, what are you going to get me? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see. What are you going to get me? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, what about you guys? Uh, Andrew, what's on your list? Like just one thing. Mm. It, money. Let's say money doesn't matter. How about that? I'm a big outdoorsman. So anything that involves it. Okay. Was, so we get <laughs> there's you a like, certain topic I, I would what, say, like a, but I don't know if I, I can say it. So what? I'll just say I was, I'm an hunting? outdoorsman. Yeah, hunting, it's guns, like, like firearms, stuff like that. Okay, are so on that hunting. List. Yeah. All right. Uh, what I about want you? like a. This is not my list. <laughs> this is. Uh, I would get like a sauna for my house. A Dude, sauna? yes. Ooh, yeah, or, or a jacuzzi. I don't have a jacuzzi in my house. Who are you? This is going straight to Santa. Your yeah. mom? Is there, are you asking your mom for this? <laughs> no, yeah. my mom. No, no. Well, you said money doesn't matter. Okay, so there, like, we yeah, there we go. There we go. This is just get. for what you asked Santa. I would for. never expect that's Santa like a, to bring a dream me a aspiration. Sauna. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is an aspiration. <laughs> We've got Andrew Abbott and Matt McLean for the Cincinnati Reds in here. Reds Fest is this weekend. It officially starts today. The Duke Energy Convention Center. There's multiple places to buy tickets. You can do that at reds.com slash redsfest. Also, if you just want to walk down to the convention center, you can buy those tickets as well. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you for coming in and have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Awesome. And so much for kids to do down there. Yeah, they have interactive games. Trampolines, and you can see how fast you can throw a, a, like a fastball. Yeah. What, what were you saying about Macaulay Culkin and his mom from the Home Alone movie? Yeah, this is so cute. So Macaulay Culkin, he got his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they can invite, like, friends and family. And his Home Alone mom, Catherine O'Hara, yeah. she showed up to his ceremony. And listen to what she said, though. This quote, it's hilarious. She was like, thank you for including me, your fake mom, who left you home alone not once but twice to share in this happy occasion. Oh. And they were crying. Just like in the movie. There's photos and like pictures of them hugging with tears in their eyes. And I can't take it. I'm a, am, are, am I slightly emotional I was right like, now? My eyes are, are you feeling emotional? <laughs> wow. Jesse, look at my eyes right now. You are willing. Whoa. <laughs> and then is, where's the scene in the movie where Kevin! Yeah. <laughs> Just. I can't you spent $999 on room service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The very end. The <laughs> dad. Too. Yeah. That's, I, it's just one of those things. I think it's the nostalgia of the movie. And you love those characters so much to see them yeah. reunited after all those years. And they're they're crying. I'm crying. Oh, my um, gosh. I'm so emotional. This is not the only time today that you've referenced a movie. I, we need to talk about The Land Before Time. Oh. So Anna sends me a meme. Why am I crying so much? I don't know. Well, you just brought crying up and being emotional. Then you reminded me that you sent me a meme and it basically said, uh, and I've said this for a while, my sister-in-law will not let my nephews watch The Land Before Time yeah. because um, it's so, you know, emotional. That scene where, you know. Well, the mom dinosaur mom dies. dies. And, like, it's uh, very, very sad. Yeah, this scene. And the meme said millennials... Tell me when your childhood trauma started. I'll go first. And it's this scene where Littlefoot, mama, you know, <laughs> mama, like it's, and Anna told me she launched this meme, this scene from the movie where Littlefoot's mom died and she started crying I was today. sitting at home, like getting ready for work, scrolling on my phone a bit and came across that and I started crying. It's so sad. It's super emotional. But, but I said, that's a rite of passage. I don't know what age where it's appropriate for the... I mean, I watched that movie when I was probably five or six. So yeah, I went ahead and got kid. that out of the way. But I have a 10-year-old nephew that has yet to see The Land Before Time. 
I, and it's, I think it's time for that boy to sit down and time to grow up. Son. A- <laughs> <laughs> sit down and watch this. <laughs> they probably wouldn't even care for the movie because it's so old. You know what I mean? True. Animation has changed quite a bit. Yeah. That, that'll that be the reason. I think it's all right. They're not going to care anyway. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm to this point, you and I are in our show where people are coming to me and suggesting that I bring certain things up on the air with you because they think that you and I will get into an argument about it. Okay. So because what? You, you and I are kind of well known to be on opposite sides of just about everything. Yeah, for some yeah, generally reason. we are. We're uh, we're just exact opposites. It just works out that way. It's yeah. not forced. Yeah, we occasionally agree, and I'm interested to see what you think about this. My buddy Brian is a truck driver. Okay, and he was listening to a podcast the other day, and it's all about something called the zipper merge. Do you know what that means when you're driving down the interstate? Let's say there's two lanes, and one lane is ending, and you're supposed to get over. Yeah. Correct? Okay. So let's say the left lane's ending. Sure. And the right lane's continuing to go straight. If you're in the left lane, the zipper merge theory is that you are to continue driving as far as you can as the lane ends and then get over into the line of traffic that is going straight. Most people don't do that. What do they do? They get over right away. Like as soon as they can. So this They don't is- wait till they get to the end. They merge over right away. So this is the person who is getting onto the highway. Yeah. You are saying that you're getting onto the highway. You should ride that little short lane as long as you can and then get over. It's kind of Rather like, than get, you're getting on the highway and like the second you have a moment, you just get over. Kind of. Sometimes the on-ramp's a little different. But yes, if you can get over, yes, exactly. You're supposed to go all the way to the end before getting on to the main road, the main lane. And theory studies have shown that that causes like 30 plus less congestion, percent less congestion if you go all the way to the end and then merge. But the problem is people don't like it when you do that because they feel like you're cutting in line. They feel like you're skipping all of the traffic. So if you're in that long lane already, you're, you know what I mean? And yeah. people are driving past you, people will block you so you can't get in, even though that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. So I bring this up to you to find out what your opinion is. Do you think it's wrong to drive all the way to the end and swerve in real quick? If there's traffic? Well, yeah. There's always traffic. Yes, if there's traffic, I do think it's wrong. And I I have been the person who has blocked other people from going all the way. And you're not supposed to do that. And I've done it. If now I'm not talking about the tr- I'm not talking about the cars are moving. If the cars are moving, I don't care. Just get over when you can get over because it's it's hard sometimes. And that's to, the problem. To fit in. That's where it's people, just hard. That's where people mess up. Yeah. So if 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 the traffic's moving, just do what you got to do to get over. If the traffic is at a standstill and you take that little lane all the way to the end, I don't care if that's what you're supposed to do. That's infuriating for the people who are sitting in that traffic because then. Let's say there's a lot of cars that are merging onto the highway. Then you're just going to sit there while so, all those cars get ahead of you. So the problem it's is, frustrating. The, the problem is people that are blocking from people getting in. That's why you're stuck in that lane because people aren't doing what they're supposed to do. So, or when people merge over too fast, you're supposed to go all the way to the end. So if everybody just did it the right way, you wouldn't be stuck in the first place. Hmm. So I knew you were going to disagree with me on. Do this. you ride it all the way to the end? Yeah, all the way. Do you do that because you, because that's what that's what because I, that's what the rules say? Is that why? That, I mean, studies have shown it's better <laughs> to do that. Sometimes I even put signs up 
Like, they'll even have signs in the lane that's ending. It'll say, stay in this lane till the end. If you saw a sign, would you still, would you stay in the lane to the end? Well, if the si- I'll follow the signs. If, it's, yeah. if it says, like, stay in this lane or, or sometimes I've noticed that they have a little, uh, what do you, a rumble strip? Sure. Like, so that you, you can't get over yeah. until you've taken that lane. So I'm not going to, like, go over the rumble strip. Um. I'm not doing it to like, because I don't want people cutting. Mostly for me, it's just like, if I'm the one merging, I'm getting over as soon as I can because it's hard to get over and I'm just going to do it when it makes sense for me. So what they say is when you do that, the person behind you might have to tap on their brakes because now, so that's where things start to back up. It's, yeah. Well, then. All right. So what, am I the, am I responsible for the traffic? I mean, I'm not going to say those words, um, <laughs> but I am interest, interested to see what other people think about it. I am too. It is a highly contested topic. I've not, I've never heard of, heard of this, to be honest with you. That's you're not supposed, yeah, you're supposed to yeah. stay in it to the very end. And then it, that's that. why they call it a zipper. It's like a zipper coming together. The Which t- makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm not do. I, in the past, I haven't been doing it to like break the rules. I didn't know it was a thing. Well, the good news is now you know the rule. We'll see if I follow it. Well, no, I don't think you will. <laughs> I don't think I will either. Uh, 513-749-B105. And thanks to my buddy Brian for throwing a bomb into our yeah, show today. He's trying, thanks, to get it, trying to get old Anna fired <laughs> up. Uh, we're asking people's opinion. I think definitely zipper. Definitely zipper. That's the way to go. Uh, it cuts down on traffic. It goes from two lanes to one lane. And it's so much easier if everybody just would merge every other way, every other car. And, and you know... It, the problem is, that is that is the problem. People in both lanes need to take their turns. And yes. and uh, I don't think we're wired to take our turn. We just think people are cutting in front of us, right, Anna? That's kind of like the vibe. Okay, yeah. I think I'm, like con- uh, I'm a little confused, though. Yeah, letting one car ahead of me who's merging on? Absolutely. Letting multiple am- cars ahead no, no, of no, me? No, 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 no. No, I'm not doing that. It's one car. It's one car. It's right. a, it's like this. It's one Okay, um, but the problem is when you say ride it to the end, what people try to do, the people riding it to the end, they all try to go. Oh, and no. So then no, that's no, where no. it's like, no, no, no. I'm not letting y'all go. It's kind of like if you've ever been like leaving a parking lot. You know, you take a turn. One car pulls out, then a car behind you goes in, then another car. When it's done right, it's very civil and respectful. Sure, one at a time. Yeah, we all took a turn. But the problem is that not everybody does it. So, and then we get kind of angry. Yeah, so you kind of almost just. I hate to say this, but you kind of just have to look out for yourself because we don't live in a world like that where everyone's just like taking turns. Like that's not. So, as long as you're using your turn signal, that's all I'm asking. I'm with you on Are that. Are you a turn signal? Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't goodness. handle people who don't Some use Some people think it's optional. There, we agree. Yeah, turn signals are not optional. We can all agree oh, on that. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. What's going on? I'm not sure if the situation's the same, but I live in an area where they just, like, literally redid the exit, and it's actually, I'm still trying to get used to it because you're driving on the opposite side of the road, but when you're veering on to the interstate and that lane goes as long as you're saying it goes, I always ride it to the end. I just had this. Um, argument with my oldest daughter the other day because she went to cut over. Well, unless driving school has changed, I was always told you're not allowed to get over in a double yellow line. 
So all these cars get over where I follow the rules and I go all the way to the end. Yeah. And then I find myself playing road rage to the people who don't follow the rules. And then you can't yeah. get over because everyone's cut you off. And we're just trying to, yeah, everybody's trying to hold everybody to the rules. Like you're also <sighs> supposed to speed up to highway speed before merging over. And you got people doing like 35 miles an hour. I know. So then when you're trying to get over, no one wants to let. I know. I feel like if everyone followed the rules perfectly, it would be a beautiful situation. They'd be but like me. Would Jesse. <laughs> but that's just not not unfortunately that's not the way it goes so sometimes you yourself even if you know the rules you almost have to break them just to you got to almost do what everyone else around you is doing just to like fit in on the man it's the rule breakers they ruin it don't call me out like that okay i'm just trying to do the right thing no i know that but like think about when you're on the highway everyone's going 70 even though the speed limit's 60 i know if you you start going 60 you're following the rules but you're actually screwing things up. i know you're i went through that entire phase of my life if the speed limit was 60, and if I was in the left lane passing somebody doing 60, I thought I was just like, just the king of everything. I was like, oh, listen, I'm going to the speed limit. I'm passing. I'm doing everything I'm supposed mm-hmm. to. But the problem is I was holding, I was impeding traffic and yeah. I have a line of traffic up a hill. This goes back way a yeah, long time Yeah, when you were ago. young, yeah. Now, I know better now. Now it's like, now get out of the way. There's extra lanes. Move. Yeah. Come on. Jesse and Anna's. Emotion of the day. Well, I guess my emotion today is I'm a little defensive. Um, Why is that? Well, because remember last hour, I told you a buddy of mine, he wanted me to ask you what your opinion on the zipper merge was when it comes to uh, traffic. Traffic, yeah. And, And it means when two lanes are merging, whatever the lane that's ending, the cars in that lane are supposed to alternate one by one into the the lane that's not ending. Yeah. But the cars that are in the other one are supposed to let them in one by one, too. And uh, you said in reality that does, doesn't seem to work. People try to block each so you other. you got to just kind of look out for yourself and do the best you can. Yeah, and then I said something about, you know what? If people would just follow the rules, everybody did it correctly, traffic would be a lot less congested. Well, on our B105 app, we got a, a voice message that was sent in. I think this might be the first time we've ever aired one of these. Yeah. Uh, this is from a, a guy named Joe. Joe? Okay. Hey, Jesse, you got no right to be about anything about traffic. You've done admitted to breaking the rules and that you do it occasionally and on purpose. So you have no right at all. Once you start following all the rules, then you can have a right to speak. But no, that doesn't work like that. You can't just have your cake and eat it too all the time. So you break the rules and other people break other rules. You, you choose the rules you break, they choose the rules they break. What's his name, Joe? That's Joe. Joe, that's what I'm always trying to say. Just loves to follow the rules until he doesn't. I don't break that many rules. Exactly. You but know? then every once in a while, you're like, well, I'll break this one. What's your emotion? <laughs> oh, are you finished with that topic? I have, I have nothing further. And Jesse's done. My emotion is excitement. I'm so excited that this weekend I don't have to do my laundry because I'm bringing it into work on Monday. Yeah. And one of my coworkers is going to do it for me. Yeah. Um, This is crazy. Our coworker, Julie, offered to do my laundry for me. She loves laundry so much. She has a weird obsession with it. And she was like, you want to bring yours in? I'll do it. I'll have it done and folded for you the next day. And I'm like, Julie, you can't do that. And she's like, I'm not kidding. I'll do it. And you don't have to pay me. And so, bet on it, Julie. I'm bringing it in Monday. 
What a weird partnership. Julie's kind of obsessed with the laundry, so she said she wanted to do it. You're obsessed with not doing your laundry, so you said you'd bring it in. Yeah. Uh, and, but but you're not going to pay her? No, right? I don't think I am. Gonna... She said I don't have to, and I really am just like not feeling it. That, you know what? <laughs> that is the most non-Anna thing ever. Normally, you're like, well, yeah, but somebody's just saying that. You still got to do something nice for them. Yeah, and I normally would, but it's Julie. Um, maybe oh. I'll buy her, bring her a coffee or something like that instead, or a, buy her lunch or something, you know? Okay. All right. Well, this is quite the arrangement you have going on. Maybe, yeah. can I find somebody to come over to my house and load and um, empty my dishwasher for me? Don't look at me. Maybe I'll just what? bring my dishes to work and maybe Julie will wash them. <laughs> Wait, do we have a dishwasher here? We at do. Work? Wait a second. Downstairs. Oh, this, this is, is a game changer. This is great. All right. Well, something to think about over the weekend. We will talk to you when we get back on Monday. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.